Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, spiritual trailblazer, and welcome to Roundtable Talk, what to do when leadership drastically changes. This is a big one, guys. So before I dive into that, you know, I got to go through my housekeeping. All right. So if you haven't already, check out this week's blog post, the spiritual self-care package, 10 must-haves. So I talk about 10 really cool things that will benefit you in your life, in your business, uh, very easy to apply in your life. So go ahead, check it out. There's some really cool tips there to help add, add a little boost in some areas that um, you would need that help. Also, if you haven't already, go ahead and get a hold of the master classes I have available. I can talk available <laughs> for you. So I have three: spiritual entrepreneur masterclass, the spiritual warrior masterclass, and the personal growth masterclass. Besides being able to help you in areas like align with your entrepreneurial goals and implement strategies to help you consistently grow your business, or if we're looking at the spiritual warrior masterclass to help you hone in on your natural spiritual gifts so that way you can stand in your power, discover your truth, and all that jazz, or even with the personal growth masterclass, okay, where I help you to Focus on abundant living, unapologetic living, developing your personal credo, okay, implementing self-care practices, and so much more. Besides all that goodness, the courses are 11-11, so that's $11.11 each because you know how I feel about the number 11, okay, so great positive energy there. Go ahead and get the master classes at tiamariejohnson.com forward slash shop. So I'm going to tell you how uh, this episode came about. So this episode originally aired on one of my good friend Jessica Valor's podcast, and that's Love Your Life with Jessica Valor. And we were talking about the recent well, not so recent, but the changes of Doreen Virtue and her recent uh, posts about New Age practices. So it's called A to Z list of New Age practices to avoid and why. So we were talking about it, and a lot of people in the spiritual community have mixed feelings, and I totally get it. And so uh, Andrew came on, and we were talking with him. And uh, Jessica invited us to have a roundtable. So for those of you who don't know Doreen Virtue, she has been in the game for 30 plus years. When I say in the game, I mean part of the spiritual community. And even uh, from a psychological standpoint, uh, she went to school, got a higher education, uh, and she also published a lot of books over the years, a lot of books that helped answer a lot of questions that I had in my adult years when I was diving into spirituality. So 
uh, very near and dear to me. I have been certified as an angel therapy practitioner under her. Several of my uh, angel experience stories and past life stories have been published in her book. So there's a relationship there. And so uh, we we had a roundtable to discuss what do we do now? How do we help people to cope? Because it's easier for us to get over certain things than it is for others who are new to the spiritual community and they're trying to figure out what's going on because they got certified by her and she's denouncing all her previous works. So uh, Jessica, to give you a background on her, uh, Jessica is uh, an inspirational speaker, a business strategist, master energy healer, and spiritual mentor who, who delivers her programs to thousands every year on topics of conscious leadership, intuitive intelligence, and personal development. And uh, Andrew is a psychic medium and a tarot card reader who works with who works to make angels more accessible to people uh, through his style of reading, which, refer, which he refers to as love, light, and F-bombs. He brings the world of angels down to earth okay and their information is in the description for this episode so go ahead relax get yourself a cup of coffee and listen to just uh, andrew and i discuss the during virtue issue and and how we plan on helping the people in the spiritual community deal with how they're feeling it's a pretty interesting list and that list is also in the link for this um, episode. So again, relax, get yourself a cup of coffee or tea or even wine (laughs) and enjoy yourself. Also, let me know how you feel about this on my Instagram. Just right underneath the latest post at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. I would love to continue this conversation with you. All right. And one final note, this is not about bashing Doreen. Okay, this is the path she's chosen, and I am respecting that, but also I'm not going to deny the feelings that have arise from her change and then her latest post. Okay, so there you have it. Talk to you soon. Let me know how you feel. Welcome back to the Love Your Life show and podcast. I'm Jessica Bell, your host, and today is a really special episode. It's a round table and I have some amazing spiritual leaders here with me today. And we have a really powerful sacred conversation that we want to invite you to explore and share in with us. And I have Tia Johnson, who has been a friend of mine for a while and a colleague, and she is a spiritual teacher an author, a healer, and she is the founder of the Spiritual Lifestyle collective. And I have Andrew Barker here who is brand new to me. Um, and we have had online exchange. This is our first in-person like virtual exchange. Yeah. And he inspired me so much, um, in what we're going to be sharing with you tonight. And so I I just knew he had to be here. He's a spiritual leader an angel card reader, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves a little bit more in depth about, you know, why they're really here tonight and, you know, how they're feeling and more about what they do. And remember at the end of the show, like you'll, they'll share their links and everywhere we post, we'll make sure that you have all the links to where they hang out so you can connect with them. Um, and all the things we're going to talk about tonight, we're going to share those links with you as well. 
So this episode is really special. It was in, it's inspired, was inspired, is inspired um, to really discuss and bring to the table leadership, love, and spiritual evolution. We want to open this sacred container to have this conversation. And I want to just remind everyone that there is a common denominator between all beings and all of our experiences in that leadership, love, and spiritual evolution, which is truth, trust, and connection. And that is something that I feel like we can all agree on that we want more and need more of in the world today. And the catalyst for this roundtable is a much needed conversation or the start of many conversations around the recent publication of Doreen Virtue and her list of A to Z for new age practices to avoid and why. And this, if you, if you haven't read it, well, again, we'll give you the link and you can check it out. And Andrew wrote another list that he's going to share out with you all about it. It's amazing. And he has amazing things too, which is why he's here. I was like, oh my God, you're amazing. We have to talk. Um, but it is really a list that expresses everything that she taught as a pioneer and a leader in new age, spirituality, angels, whatever you want to call it over her entire lifetime. I want to say over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And she's now expressing that it's evil and of the devil. And she's also created that Andrew brought this to my attention, a Facebook group in which she takes people um, from basically saving them from being a new age person, what she's been teaching all these years um, and to convert them into this Christianity, basically save them from the devil. And so, you, you know, we'll talk about what she's done a little bit more and more. And, you know, we'll share, I know her son Charles is saying some really amazing things. So we'll, we'll share with that, um, as well. But this, this list is really the problem. And, you know, we, I just want to say this to everybody out there who, if you, you know, you've been following Doreen and we're new to her or us is, you know, we're not here to talk bad about anyone, we're here to create resolutions and conversations for people to be heard, loved, seen, supported. And so I just, I just want to be really clear on that. But her list was, is considered very extreme in judgment. Um, people are claiming ridiculous, silly. Um, you know, I read it and I was sickened and also laughing out loud because it's so stupid to me. Um, it's racist. Some people have said it's painful. Um, there's, there's, there's all sorts of judgments going on inside of this list and also just completely dematerializing all of the work that she's done and all of her teachings in which many of us follow. And I continue to follow and we'll each talk about that too and, and, you know, how it really is about the teachings and how you integrate. Um, and we're each going to share our feelings. So I'm with all that. And it's a really big intro, but I, I feel like there's a lot to say on this one. So I didn't want to leave anything out and just kind of lay nice groundwork. So I'll just kind of start with Angie. Why don't you kind of just kick us off and tell us who you are, what you do and how you're feeling. And, you know, just, just, just start kind of there. What inspired you to write that article and do your video? Hey, yeah. Um, so my name is Andrew Barker. Um, I'm a tarot card reader, um, angel card reader, a um, little bit of everything <laughs> doer. Um, and Dorian Virtue is how I got started. Um, like how a lot of um, tarot card readers started with angel cards like, because of Dorian Virtue. Um, I think a really big push for me to write that list that I wrote was I woke up and saw that she 
and it was all over Facebook. And I was trying to get to the list, but if you tried to get to it, the website loaded very slow. So I was trying to get on it. And when I finally got to it, I was reading it and it triggered so much in me. Like she, she talked about Harry Potter (laughs) and like I grew up in a very religious household where I was not allowed to read Harry Potter and where my parents made me watch them throw away my Harry Potter books. And it really triggered a lot in me when, when I read that. And so I had set with the list, I think for a day and I was like, I've got to do something else. Like there is so much focus on this list. People are, and like you said, people is shattered the very foundations of like what people have believed because there are some people who didn't know that she had converted. And even though it's been all the way out there, people didn't know. So they're like, oh, Dorian Britchie wrote an article. Let me read it. And then it just completely shatters everything. So I decided to make a list that was part humorous and part real about dealing with this kind of stuff. And because I wanted everywhere that her list was shared, I wanted to share my list. Because not that like, I didn't want like the, the, the hits on my website or, or whatever, but I wanted people to realize that we can laugh about this and we can move, we can move forward from this because she's in a place that a lot of us were in one time before we reached our spiritual path. And then the video that I made, I just kind of let it rip. <laughs> it was so good. I got, well, guys, I want to stop you. I want to ask you a couple of questions. I just grabbed yeah. my pad. So, yeah. and that's why I love round table. So I want to just add something to what you said, making like kind of a satire, like a, it is funny, but it's also very real, your list. And I think like everything is medicine, right? And yeah. in these heavy situations, we also need laughter too. And we need to dematerialize and it's all medicine. But I want to ask you a really big question because you said it triggered like the Harry Potter thing, like out of all the things on those lists and all your certifications, all the things who you are, who you be, what you do, Harry Potter. So what did Harry Potter mean to you as that little boy? Because you have all this magic inside of you, Andrew, and your parents are taking it away from you. So what, how did that make you feel? So Harry Potter was just one of the, one of the things that I, I could not, I couldn't play video games and I couldn't watch Pokemon. And so when I read that, like, when someone said that she included Harry Potter, I thought they were joking. Like, I thought they were just like, you know, she included all this and Harry Potter, but like, she literally included Harry Potter. And so it instantly took me back to the church that I was a part of. And this, this lady, I remember, like it was yesterday, we were at a theme park with our youth group and she pulled me aside and she goes, you know, the spells in Harry Potter are real. And like really like drilled it into me that it was bad. And then my pastor pulled me aside and said, you can be as godly as you want, but if you, if one drop of poison falls into a glass of water, it's still poison saying that Harry Potter was the poison. So I would read it at school (laughs) and give it to my librarian and she would, and she would hold it for me and then I'd get to school and I'd read it. But there was an instance where I had um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire in my backpack and I had padlocked my backpack. (laughs) So my mom couldn't get into oh it. My gosh, yes. And so she ended up getting into it, come in through my backpack at me and said, she'll never trust me again. Mm. But to me, Harry Potter was an escape because I, my childhood was not very good. Right. And Harry Potter was that escape for me because his obviously wasn't either. And it was really a way for me to deal with a lot. And 
I read it and I remember thinking like, wow, like this is amazing. And my dad actually bought me the books because my, my mom and dad divorced. So my dad always bought me the books and he loved to read and he loved for me to read. And so he bought me the books and then I started reading more and more and more and like got addicted. And it just, Harry Potter was the one thing that I had in my life when I didn't have anything. Like I could always read a Harry Potter book and I could always feel safe. Mm, That, that is that I just got chills. So that's like you, that, that magic of Harry Potter it's like, it, I just, I can see you like as this little, like it, it was reminding you of that magic within you and you felt safe in this environment that you really didn't belong in, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's so powerful. So, okay, so thanks. So keep going. I just was like, we have to stop there because no. there, is some deep, there is some deep shit right there. Like we have no, to go ahead. Absolutely, no. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. And I think part of the reason why that's what, that's what triggered me the most is because yeah, she talked about reincarnation and all this other kind of stuff, but I'm so at home with those topics and in what I believe in those topics that, I mean, it doesn't matter. I have people all the time telling me that I'm going to go to hell and I'm like, okay, I'll see you there. Like, I don't care, like whatever. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter to me because I'm rooted in that and I've seen the proof and I've seen the evidence of it. And because I have seen my clients, like when you, when you help somebody mm-hmm. and you see that you see that like you see the results you can't say it's not real so that's why i was like whatever like you're just you're really you're you're being off the fucking deep end lady but when she said harry potter that's what really like took me all the way back to being in third grade with my first harry potter book and that's what really got me because everything else i'm like i know this stuff like i don't even i don't i don't you can say whatever you want because I'm rooted in it, but the people that are not rooted in it, who are just discovering it for the first time did not have that reaction. Right. And that's why I, I kind of did what I did. Yeah. So how are you feeling now? Because it's been a couple days. (laughs) It's just been a few days. This is a fresh, this is a fresh show. So (laughs) yeah, it feels, yeah. So tell me, how are you feeling now after you processed, you, you know, created your response and what's showing up for you now? So I, I think my first two, because I made two videos about Dorian Virtue. So I made a, I made my first video after that really weird one. I don't know if anyone saw it where she was like on a picnic blanket in the red flannel talking about near-death experiences and stuff. I don't, it's somewhere on the internet, but she would, she would, that was a really crazy video. I don't think I saw and, that Because she deleted it because it was so bad. Oh. Yeah. And so <laughs> I made one right after that. And it was very nice. And then I made a final farewell video to Dorian Virtue. And I was like, thank you for everything that you've given me, but I, I release you. And I, and I was just like, whatever, like you can be crazy all you want to. Mm-hmm. But then this list is really what got me. So I made my video and I think seeing, honestly seeing the comments like on the, on the list that I wrote and on my video, because for some reason I don't get notifications on when I get comments on YouTube. So I have to go and actually look at it and seeing the comments of how it helped people. Yes. And yeah. seeing how people are able to laugh and people sharing their own experiences with me and honestly being really vulnerable with me and telling me like, you know, I was raised Catholic and I feel, you know, really scared. And, you know, it, it really, that's what makes me feel better about everything because I could already laugh about the list. You know, I could already be like, okay, whatever. But it feels like now it's just even more of a call for all of us 
to like start getting to that point where we are our own spiritual guidance and where we don't have to rely on teachers and you know anybody even as great as these teachers are like if you know if diana cooper suddenly tomorrow starts becoming a christian what am i going to do you know what i mean the same thing that i did with doreen virtue grieve it and move on and realize that you know it everything they taught me is still valid if a christian pastor you know, cheats on his wife and leaves the church. The Christians aren't sitting there saying, wait, is this still valid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to <laughs> add something to that because, <clears throat> so when I think about, I thought about this the other day, it's like spiritual teachers, you know, it's like, oh, it's just guru. Yeah, not right. And we know we're on, we're, we're, uh, we are our own gurus. And mm-hmm. I think about it like this. You have a kindergarten teacher, a first grade teacher. It's like, you know, you have a teacher for like everything in life. And truly, in, in many respects, I believe I learned something from every single person that I have a, a, a connection with, a conversation with, anything, even if it's a smile, like I'm receiving an energy exchange and I'm always in gratitude for that. So it's not about like this attachment to the teacher, it is the teachings and yes. we're all a divine channel and so we're all here in that breath cycle of giving and receiving and so you know, I am always the student and the teacher and everyone else is always the student and the teacher. And I love this, 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 I can't remember who told me this was years ago. And they said, you know, you really should spend time with people who are 33, 33% of your time with people that are ahead of you on your path. 33% of your time with people are right where you are. You're kind of your colleagues, if you will. And then 33% of your time with people who are behind you on the path. No one's in a better or place or ahead of like above someone no one is more special than another person. We've just, some, you know, you might be a master's degree in a certain subject and these people are in kindergarten around it. You know, it's kind of an ageless timeline, right? But we're all here to help each other in that Absolutely. expansion, ascension and process. And, and so, I, I, you know, it's not the teacher. And I don't like, I, if we can all take something away from this conversation tonight, it's like, Teachers are so valuable, right? Like we remember like a, somebody who totally changed our life that were teaching us something. And honestly, Doreen Virtue did do that for many of us. And it's about embodying those teachings in a way and integrating that work for us and trusting yourself. But um, I love that you said like rooted. And I think like, I just want, I'm going to go back and re-listen and like put your quote up about that because you guys, it's about being rooted down in who you are and what you be and really really owning that and you can take what someone else says and you can decipher if that is going to work for you or not and if you're going to be taking that in as part of your experience now absolutely that's exactly what you have to do I love it awesome so Tia why don't we hear from you and share with us about your beautiful self and what you're doing and how you're feeling sure so yeah Tia Johnson here. I'm a spiritual lifestyle entrepreneur, a podcaster, writer, all that jazz. And I help people in various spiritual areas. So I help them to heal. I help people discover life purpose and help them to overcome blocks so they can live that wonderful, unapologetic life. So yeah, uh, I have to say for me, I I know when when Andrew was uh, talking and, you know, explaining about how Harry Potter, that part triggered him. And 
I would say for me, it would have to be the the feeling of a bit of betrayal because I was going through the list and the thing that hit me was the empowerment part because I also felt like Harry Potter in a certain sense where you have these things that happen, you can't really explain it until, you know, someone comes along and goes, you're a wizard, Harry. You know, it's like Doreen was there to say, well, through her books, and I'm pointing this way because I have my little uh, bookshelf here. Point so in, in her way, she she went like, "Hey Tia, you are a you know, mystic angel, or you know whatever the case may be." So it was very hard to read that and feel like she came from a place of truth because so many things that happened to me that I experienced as a child and young adult to the point I met or uh, to the point I discovered Doreen Virtue, I couldn't put a name to it. So when she came along. It's like, oh, that's what that is. And I, I've been in several uh, threads where people were talking about, should I use the, uh, the, the acronyms? Because some people like me are angel therapy practitioners. So they don't know, should I use that now? What do I do? So, you know, for some people like us, it's okay. We're rooted. As Andrew was saying, we can laugh at certain things and we can go, sure, okay. But for some people who are new to this, some people are still trying to figure it out. This is very confusing, very hurtful, very, what do I do now? So yeah, I, I think this is a great time to understand that while, yes, as some people have said, no, don't put people on a pedestal. Jessica, you even saying we are our own guru. I understand that. And that is a very great point, but I think also this is a great time to honor how we are feeling to really analyze that, which is one of the reasons why we had this amazing roundtable and, and, you know, figure out how can we move on? Like what is our move on process? So I think that's a really cool thing to look at here. I love all that. And um, I, I want to, I want to add something. I wrote something down that, so the number one thing that people come to me for, and I wonder if this is also for both of you, the number one thing people come to me for, whether it's for energy healing or spiritual guidance or to grow a business or whatever, you know, <laughs> throw sticky things at the wall. I don't know. But um, is because they are doubting themselves. They, they are in a space. People come to me. My, one of my superpowers is helping people cure their own doubt by helping them go through the alchemy process for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, healers to me, spiritual leaders, teachers, we hold space. That's what healers do. We hold space for whomever is present to be able to unfold to that wisdom and love and everything living within them. We help them like, Oh, we, we have this key and this key use these keys. See which one you like, which one works to unlock those doors within. So I wonder about your, both of your experiences. Like when you're, client or tribe, the people that show up and gravitate towards you, are they all coming to you because they're experiencing some kind of doubt? Yeah. So it's, it's in between doubt and figuring out what's their actual truth. So that, which leads back to the doubt. Sometimes people will come to me and they'll say things like, Oh, I see these numbers a lot. I've been seeing, because a lot of people know about 1111. So that's where it starts. It goes, I've been seeing 1111. What does that mean? I've been going through this or they would doubt themselves because of what they have been told, you know, don't do this because that's bad. You know, don't start to think this way because then, you know, 
fill in the blank. So yeah, it's, it's a combination of doubt and really trying to figure out what is their truth. Yeah. So what is like living in your heart right now around what you want to say to inspire people that might be feeling the same way you do in that space of betrayal? Yeah, I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. And I would say one is to figure out, really pinpoint why you feel that sense of betrayal. For example, for me, it was putting my trust into Doreen to coach me. You know, I paid for the courses and they are not cheap. So it's just when you, especially when you render money, you expect to receive services that are truthful that are resonating with you so i would say first begin with why do you exactly feel that sense of betrayal and then work from there because the only thing you can really do right now is in the future when you go to anyone is to think about okay what am i rendering (laughs) because once you figure that out then you can have a barrier, which is unfortunate because you want to be open and vulnerable, but at least you have in the back of your mind, okay, I have this exchange going on and I understand that. So you have a little bit of regard for what you're going to do. So I would say, again, start with the beginning. Where do you pinpoint that betrayal? Think about how going forward, you're going to interact with other people. And then as Andrew was saying, so eloquently have a release just thank you for everything and release yeah I love all that so much and I also know that um you have an even deeper you had an even deeper relationship and experience with Doreen because your story right is in one of her books can so can you share a little bit about that and how is that affecting you right now Yeah, so in the stories, I'm Tia Spinelli because Spinelli was one of my uh, nicknames growing up. So that was when I was still in the spiritual closet. I mean, that was the time where I was taking the cover off the books when I was reading it because I didn't know how to explain it to people, to muggles. (laughs) I didn't know, you know, for myself, I just didn't know how I wanted to approach this to people. And I just wanted to be in that fishbowl, my little bubble, because I was learning So when my stories got published, I looked at it as a milestone, as something great, like, man, Doreen Virtue and her team thought that I had something to offer because that was when I was at the onset of really immersing myself in what I have learned is called spirituality. So it's, um, it's I feel like it's the end of a, uh, a good friendship in a way, because even way before she started her changes, I started to see the change when uh, she let her hair go brown. I thought, oh, maybe she just wants to be, you know, a brunette instead of blonde. She was so dedicated to, you know, being consistent with that. So I just noticed the subtle things. So long before that, I was even looking into ways how we could collaborate in the future because everything is resonating. So this was something that still is processing. I got over a lot of it, but Sometimes when I see people talk about it, I do get a little triggered, but it's more like a sad, sadding uh, feeling. It, it just feels like an end of a really good friendship. Mm, yeah, that's so much. So thank you so much. So um, so I'll share a little. Do you guys have anything else you want to add And before I start? I share my little piece? Did you have anything else to chime in from Tia's? Tia's share, Andrew? I, I just, I, I can say I really 
resonated with you saying the feeling of betrayal because that's exactly like when when she first said when she first talked about her conversion that's exactly how I felt too and it's it's not a feeling I want anybody to have it's a and I think this is like like you said to us really and this is important that people hear this and learn how they can move on and, and release it. So I, I loved everything you said. And I'm going to have to go look in her books and find your story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to tell us. So I don't have to look hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> so, so gosh, you guys have inspired me so much tonight because what I was going to say, which I might say a little bit of it, it really, you guys inspired me to kind of share or you triggered and inspired like my actual story with her. And I almost feel like teary where before I didn't because I'm always, you know, in this role of like, I want to help the people. How can I be a leader of love? You know, what can we solve today? <laughs> you know, and, and really give. So I'm, you know, putting my, I'm not always like kind of putting my story first, if that makes sense. And, but you guys have inspired me to really open my heart more in this round table and share my experience. And I, gosh, I have these tears coming. Um, so for those of you who don't know me, because um, in, in Tia and Andrew's world, I'm Jessica Valor, and I'm an intuitive mentor, a master energy healer, I'm a speaker, author, the host of the show, all those things. So, <laughs> um, and I actually had a near-death experience in 2011, which was from a suicide attempt. And, you know, I'd, I'd overcome this, or gone through at this point, a whole lifetime of trauma. And then my best friend died and he was really the only person on this planet who had witnessed my wholeness at that point. And I just, I didn't really want to die, but I wanted to go home. I just needed to go home. Like I needed to be with him. I needed to be with, with God source. I just needed to fill my well and be loved. Um, because I didn't want to like, um, I didn't, and it wasn't even so much like make the pain stop as though, I'm sure that was all going on subconsciously, but it was really like this deep yearning for home. And so in that experience, um, it ended up being, I was in the ceremony at source heaven and all these ascended masters were there. They had a ceremony for me and my life was really empty. So the fact that like ascended masters were gathering in my honor and holding space for me, I can't explain to you like, how alone I was in my life and in my world and how alone I felt. So for me, it was this experience of like, you're not, you're never alone. Like you're this blessed, like we love you. And I'm sharing this with everyone. So you know that that's happening actually all the time for us. Um, but in this ceremony, they, they gifted me with their healing energies and, and messages and things and asked me to come back and, and help them share their messages for healing for Ascension to help people ascend their energy and to fulfill my own Dharma. I had a choice. I didn't have to come back and I did. Um, and so kind of fast forward, you know, I went through a very deep grief process. Um, and then within like a few months, all of these, like I, I remembered what happened in that experience. And it was like, boom, it was like a bomb went off in my world. And then all of a sudden I'm seeing a cinema masters and angels, like humans in front of me, you know, and I had to embody that. And it wasn't easy. I had to walk away, you know, from my entire life. Um, people thought I was crazy. And, you know, I mean, I was questioning, like I, I never questioned my gifts because they, I was always clear of one, but I didn't understand it, but I didn't question my gifts because it came in like, 
a bomb. I mean, how I was either batshit crazy or this was very real. And so it, it was very, very real. Um, and so I chose to go deep spiritual study and immersion journey over several years to embody these gifts and know how to use them to help myself heal myself and help other people. So it wasn't like, oh, here I'm back and I've got all these gifts and everything's awesome. It was really, really effing hard. And Doreen Virtue, <laughs> and you know, my first and foremost to Doreen Virtue was Louise Hay. Louise Hay is one of my spirit guides now. Like Louise Hay is my girl, like Louise Hay all day long. And I think a lot of us maybe started with like, you can heal your life. It stays on my desk just so I can like see your name all day. Mm -hmm. And um, she catalyzed my journey and Oprah because it was the affirmations and leadership, you know, like Oprah is really all I had growing up like that was positive, you know? So, and I think a lot of girls can, can relate to that. So, uh, but still like, how, what do I do with all these spiritual gifts? And I knew healers and I was, you know, connected to some people. But when I read Doreen Virtue's book, The Lightworker's Way, and I was on a plane and all of a sudden my channel opened up in this new way. And I was just like writing, channeling, automate writing all over this book. And I was like crying. And, and then I, she came to me in a vision and said, I was your mother in Atlantis. And I'm like on my knees, just like overwhelmed with all this love. And I had a guide. I had a guide who understood me and was connected to me too somehow spiritually. And I, and so I immersed myself in things she taught and, and studied, you know, her courses and her cards and all the things. And I had a very, and I've met her and I had a very deep relationship. Like Tia had a deep relationship with her. And, um, for me, when I first saw her come out, which was sometime last year, right. Is, um, I was very sad, but I was really disappointed. And there was a part in my solar plexus that felt disgusted, not with her per se, not the Doreen we know, but with whatever was going on. Like, just disgusted that this was an experience that was happening, and it made me really, really sick. Um, and I, I wrote some kind of post, but it was very loving, and whatever I did, I don't remember if it was a post or a live. And then fast forward, when this list, this list came out, I got, I got pissed. I was really angry for, like, two days. Mm -hmm. And less for myself and more about, like, how dare you, how dare you be an asshole to all these beautiful people who have been, you have been inspiring and leading. Like, how dare you break that down? It's like you're shattering a foundation and trying to freak people out and judge them and make them feel bad. No, it's like you've been this guiding angel who's held space and inspired people. And now you're, oh, so that just really, and I had to sit with my emotions and process them before I really responded. And I'm actually, even though you can tell I'm kind of outgoing, I usually don't post things that are controversial because there's all this yeah, energy that comes on the threads. Mm -hmm. But I knew this time, like it was, it's not about me. It's not about, I have to. So I'm going to share with you guys what I saw. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to share this publicly, but I am going to go ahead and share it. And remember that I am one person. I am one channel. I don't pros to know everything. I'm sharing with you what I received from spirit. This isn't like Jessica thinks this or it's her perspective. This is a channel. Um, so what I was shown, and I asked Louise Hay to help me, Wayne Dyer, and several other masters, Autumn, and Jesus, Mary Magdalene, St. Germain, and Doreen Virtue's Higher Self. 
to come forward and give me whatever I need to be able to heal and, and share this message. And what I was shown, A, from Louise Hay, I said, what would you do if you were here? Like, would you, would you give a public statement as the owner of Hay House? And she, she told me, yes, in love of my community and to support my community in love, but not against Doreen in any way. Um, I asked her if she would stop selling her products, and I got a yes. That's what she said to me. Um, discontinue was the word she used. And then when I asked what happened to Doreen, I was shown that there was an imprint from the Illuminati. And we're not going to deep dive into Illuminati tonight. That's another conversation for another day. But it's basically an organization of dark energy. Let's just call it that. And they placed an imprint in her God's mouth. If you don't know where the God's mouth is, it's in the very back. It's at the top of your neck and where your head is, kind of at the esophageal ridge. You feel that little um, space there. That's called your God's mouth. And they placed an imprint there to control her um, because we're rising. We're multidimensionally experiencing this world in a new way. The mainstream is awakened to affirmations or whatever. Like we are raising our vibration. So why not take one of the biggest spiritual pioneers and leaders of our time and cause chaos and confusion? And then what I saw was Doreen Virtue in the sky locked in a glass cage like it was all glass and so with that even if I didn't share this vision and channeling and I know there are other people who who see things and channel things and I, I believe it's all valid in whatever way we're multi-dimensionally experiencing I don't think anyone's wrong or right in all of this I just want to say that because we'll look at the same chair and we could say it's black and blue but it's still a chair and we're still sitting on the chair and experiencing the chair. And that's all perfect. So all everybody's perspective is important and valid. I just want to say that, but um, we're really going through this time of like healing these multidimensional layers. And so whether I got that vision or not, the invitation is to send her love and light. Yes. Like hold her in your prayers, your thoughts, and just open your heart chakra, send her, love to her heart chakra and be in gratitude for what she has gifted us. Because even though she wrote this list and she is in whatever place she's in for whatever reason, because we don't need, that's one little channeling. We really don't know. I, it could be a really big blessing. Maybe she comes back out of it and has a new teaching. I don't know. None of us know. Right. So it's love and light. And it's also to take aligned action and be in conversations and around like-minded people that lift you up with compassion and love and to trust yourself. Like that is the basis of all of this because we're all going to have a different perspective and opinion and, and, and view. So, but that's what we can all like take away. And I want to share one other thing and we're going to go back around again. My friend Kylie posted something today, had nothing to do with this. And I saw it. This is how spirit works. It was like an hour before we were like going to do this live and she had um, had an experience where basically someone told her, like, well, you know, the more you um, get involved, you're feeding it energy. The more you talk about something, you feed it energy. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write what, um, what, what I wrote. I said, I want to add, like, no matter what we choose, we're always feeding an energy to something. If we do not engage in a change then we are still feeding that experience and adding to its growth. Whatever we choose is still a level of participation in feeding any energy. 
And what she said, which I love, because like I, I'm going to talk about spirituality and like leadership too here. She was talking about how Jesus Christ, he turned tables. She said, Jesus Christ is one of the most beautiful examples of love this world has ever seen. And he flipped tables over when people were engaging in exploitive commerce, which is exactly what Doreen Virtue has done. Okay. Just because it's in a spiritual field doesn't mean it's not, or it's not exploitive commerce because it absolutely is. And she said, I had a few people tell me this week when talking about gaslighting emotionally violent episode from a self-labeled conscious group was feeding the situation. And it really gave her powerful insight into the covert manipulation of power dynamics on this planet. And she was like, I have a lot more to say about this, but for now I'm with Jesus split the tables because that's what love does. And I want to tie this back to like Martin Luther King. If he didn't march, where would we be? Like if your mentors did not answer their call, like where would we be today? I would be dead probably if Louise Hay had not answered her call. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we have to love and light and, and what, it, you know, Glennon Doyle says like prayers up, but like you got to take action. We are here to take action. Marching don't have to be in anger. It can be in love. So I'm going to get off my little preach soapbox and let you guys take it over. So whoever wants to go, I have to like take a, take a little breath after that. I was going to let Andrew go. Um, Andrew, Tia? <laughs> yeah, I was pausing. I was like, oh, maybe Andrew wants to go. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. And it's funny because I did try to also tap into her energy. And I did get the feeling like she was blocking, like banging on something like, no, that's not me. Like, you know, like that's not it. So, like, I don't know her, you know, personally on that level. Like you said, you know, we don't know. That's one part. But, yeah, I definitely had the feeling like there was something going on there. But also, you know, it going back to what I was saying about the empowerment, the one thing that really sticks out to me and why I'm so glad we're having this conversation is because, you know, so I, I actually read some of the comments that were on her actual page from the A to Z list. And a lot of people were saying, no, thank you for showing me the light and things like that. One of the things I love to do that just gives me a lot of satisfaction when I see people have not even an aha moment, it could be an aha moment where things come together. So when she says things like glitter and unicorns and yoga, the peace sign, things like that, you know, I'm just like, no, 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 no. So my heart goes out to the people who are just trying to figure out who they are. Because like you said, and I've said this many a times, if it wasn't for people who did what they did, where would we be? Really, where would we be? Some of these things are legit lifesavers. They are. When I took her Earth Angel quiz and it came up that, well, there was two books. There was Realms of the Earth Angel and Earth Angel quiz. Oh my God, everything made so much sense to me. It's like, <sighs> really. So what I tell people now is to continue doing your own research, but also, you know, in, in this community, as you were saying, saying in, in response to your friend's post, you know, this is a conversation that we need to have. We, doing nothing is also sending energy there. It's like, if you see someone 
violently kicking a dog and you go, I don't want to give it any more energy. The police will come. Someone come. You're still giving it energy by not doing anything. You know, so I I just want to say that to dismiss people's feelings, because I have seen it on some threads where, you know, we're supposed to be spiritual people and hear people out. I have seen on certain threads that uh, people are saying, oh, well, who is she harming? She's living her truth. This is why you're not supposed to put people on a pedestal, things like that. We have to be careful with that because we never really know what someone's going through. So not even talking about during birth, we're also talking about people who are on their spiritual path, on their life path, okay? And we can't just go out and say things like that and think that it's just okay for someone to just move on. We need to process certain things. So the more we can have a conversation, which has been pretty hard these last two years for people to have a simple conversation without being called a name or being accused of having some hidden agenda, you know, we really need to be able to say, this is how I feel and I'm not being disrespectful, but this is how I feel based on what's being presented to me. So that's just really what I I have to say about that is, you know, if you have her books, still read them because they are true for you. I kept all her books because they're true for me. I use them as a reference and something else she said where uh, you read her book and you just started writing, 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 writing. So many of her books have done that to me. So her book about goddesses and I believe it was the goddesses and Art James or goddesses and Ascendant Masters book. That book was a huge factor in me writing my first book, which had to do with the goddesses. So, you know, what we do here will help people, not just today and tomorrow. People will watch this roundtable for years to come. And they would just say, oh, my God, you know, now I feel comfortable to have a conversation. Or it's okay if I don't agree with everything a person does, because this is the time where we separate the person from the art. And I had conversations yes. about this with, you know, across the board, whether it's a music artist, uh, a painter, whoever, this is the time we had to just separate the two, which is unfortunate, but we just got to just separate it, read her books, wherever they are still available, because that is really truth. There, there's truth in those books. There's a path in those books. So I, I still wouldn't discount any of her previous teachings. Yeah, I agree. I agree so much. How about you, Andrew? Uh, I'm sorry, my internet went out. Uh, I apologize. Um, <laughs> like, it was good. acting funky. And then I was like, what the hell happened? Yeah. No one even like, you were gone, but now they do. But that's okay. Uh, okay well, sorry, <laughs> it adds flavor. Sorry. It just adds I like, flavor. You know. Uh, <laughs> um, so um, what were we, what was the question that was asked? Uh, I didn't hear what we were, what were we talking about? Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Just, you know, anything else that you want to add um, and say to people out there on their journey? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, exactly what, what Tia was saying. Like it's, I have all of her books and I, I have every deck she's ever, she's ever published and I'm not getting rid of any of them. Um, I did buy an extra extended master's deck so I can maybe sell it later when it's out of print. But um, I have all of her stuff. And it's so important that if you have something that you that really resonates with you and that really gives you 
what you know is right, it does not matter where it came from. There are times where I've read a Bible verse that resonated with me mm-hmm. at that very moment in time, even though I do not resonate with the Bible as a, as a whole. Awesome. There's a, someone like, it can happen in the most random of things. So just because you don't identify with her anymore doesn't mean that her work isn't valid because like you said, she's a channel and she's a channel that was used for a period of time. And mm-hmm. she signed up for that before she came here and she knew exactly what she was going to give us. And maybe this was part of her life plan. Maybe things went askew. We don't know. And we will know when we get over there and we, we find out. Right. But mm-hmm. for right now, it's not, it's not up to us to say anything about her because she gave us so much. A lot of us would not be making the money that we're making if it was not for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're really, we're really quick to forget about that. And it's so incredibly important like if someone's listening right now and you have just maybe bought your first deck of angel cards or you just discovered a Dorian virtue book and you love it so much and it just called out to you in the bookstore or on amazon don't think that what you're doing is wrong don't think that because she doesn't jive with that anymore that it's bad know that you're called to what you're called for for a reason and don't feel pressured to change your belief system because somebody else did mm-hmm. because her path is hers and yours is yours. And that's, yeah. that's so important. Like I cannot, that's why I made the video to be completely honest, because I was sick of the bullying that was going on where mm-hmm. if you don't believe this, then you're going to go to hell. And that's just how it is. And you know, if you don't like this list, then the demons are oppressing you and the demons that are around you don't like it. That's not what it is. That's mm-hmm. gaslighting. <laughs> To, to kind of make people feel bad into joining your religion. Mm-hmm. And it's very important that you are your own. Like if something jives with you, that is perfect. And if it doesn't leave it and move on. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's not bad to do that. We have the luxury of being able to pick what resonates with us. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I love that. I think so. It's so easy for all humans to get, sucked into the feeding of the drama versus the resolution Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like no matter what all of us get to choose love or fear and the drama is the fear and so i know for me like we're going to get triggered so if something triggers you it's always a mirror what's going on with me how can i embody more love how can i process these emotions and then how can i somehow share that love with somebody else right? Like, and how can I connect with more people from that space of love? And um, if we all did that, (laughs) it would heal the world overnight. But you know, it's not about being perfect in that, but it's about like, just pausing and be like, okay, how am I feeling? Why? You know, what, what is, what is the, what is the resolution instead of like, because when drama happens, it's like, this really fast domino downward spiral effect. And it's like, this person said this. And then it's like gossiping in high school, like you know, <laughs> and social media just like blows it up. So if you can unplug from that and just be present to, to that love and, and how you can express yourself in a really constructive way, then I think everyone will just feel a lot better. So that's making sense. And really to me, my words would be like, go out there and lead with love. Like, all day, every day. So, so 
I'm so honored that both of you are here, and I really hope that this roundtable, I know it's, it's helped me, it's inspired me and opened my heart, and I hope that inspires everyone out there listening and watching, and again, we're going to share all the links and all the places that, um, so you guys can connect with everyone, and we look forward to your, to the conversation and what you guys are feeling, and um, maybe what this is triggering or inspiring inside of you, and yeah, unless you guys have anything else to share, then we'll kind of sign off for this roundtable, and and sending everybody love. Uh, I feel like I feel like we've said a lot, and I yeah. think the biggest the biggest takeaway is just don't be pressured to change what you believe in. Be yourself, and yes. no matter what that is, if that's meditating with unicorns and fairies and dragons, then let it happen. Like, live your truth, not somebody else's. Yeah, awesome, Tia. Any last words of wisdom, my sister? <laughs> yes, I, I would just say to constantly, constantly look inward, to mm. do the research, read as many publications as you can, and then from there, ascertain what best works for you, and you'll never fail. Awesome. Well, on that note, we are sending all of you so much love, and we'll see you soon. Namaste. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.